0: Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the Bricks King Podcast, where I'm going to bend your ear about Lego review those amazing bricks of plastic, and discuss what is new and up-and-coming around the Lego world. I'm your minifig host, Matt. Let's belt on it! Hello, everybody, and welcome into to episode number 109. And today, I teased last week that we're going to talk about something that I'm very excited about. It seems like I get excited about everything these days. I mean, with what the world we're currently living in, where we're all locked up in our little homes and such. Anyway. Today, we're going to talk about one of the two Chinese New Year sets, and I'll give you more details as to why we're only going to talk one of the two. So this one today is called the Lion Dance. 80104 is its set number if you're trying to follow along, keep up with images, or whatever you're trying to do to follow along what I'm talking about, if I don't get descriptive enough for your liking. Anyway, this is an $80 set. has 882 pieces, so already... Price per part you're looking, oh yeah, not too bad, right? Yeah, not too bad at all. So I got to tell you, the reason that we're gonna do only this one and not eight zero one zero five, which is the big hundred and thirty dollar set, is because it's been on back order since about the day it dropped. It still has not shipped. It still has not. I'm still waiting, impatiently waiting, I might add. So when when we finally do receive that, maybe by the end of the year, we'll we'll discuss it. <laughs> So this one here, the great thing about the Chinese New Year sets are they are very theme specific, but they can fit into almost any kind of city if that's what you choose to do with it. So when I first popped the box on this thing and I thought, oh, okay, let's see what's really in here. Let's see what this thing is really about. I was kind of excited when I saw all the bags of different colors. There's six bags in this and there's different colors. There's reds and there's pearl golds and then you have... Um, a lot of printed pieces. You have some yellow coloring. It's like the orangish yellow, maybe like the flame yellow or fire yellow, whatever it's called. Like it has all these awesome colors and I just don't know what they're called. But one of the first things that I noticed was that there are no stickers, right? There's no stickers, which is great. That's always a big thing for me. No stickers, all printed. And by the way, they are exquisitely printed pieces. From the eyes of the dragons to the sides of them to what is supposed to be like the opening on on, on the mouth. All of it. Plus the prints that go on some of the different modules, uh, the different set pieces that you have with this. You really cannot go wrong in any way here. As far as the printing goes, it looks exquisite. And as far as printing goes, this is some of the nicest printing I've seen on just about any set. Now maybe I'm being biased to a certain degree. I don't think so. But I, I think based on the color, the under color used obviously of the plastic and then the colors chosen for the printing, it helps it stand out even more where you don't necessarily know to notice uh, maybe some defects like you would notice on a minifig or such. So let's dive into this thing. First things first. You build a bunch of these New Year's dragons in this thing. A bunch. And when I say a bunch, I'm talking five. You have two mainly yellow colored. You have two mainly red colored. And then you have a mainly white colored one. And the builds are all, they're not all identical. They're nearly identical. Three of them are identical. Two of them are identical. But the overall build for the most part, aside from the 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 sheet curtain sides of them, they are basically identical. The the only difference is the yellows and the white are built slightly different on the bottom, different colors obviously. But the thing that tickled me pink with this is the fact that you have minifig legs underneath these. Underneath in these builds. They are attached to a two by six brick that is where everything is attached to. And then you have minifig legs that stick in the bottom of it. And I never really stopped to think when these images came out originally, I thought, oh, okay, this is this is kind of cool. I like these. These look kind of sharp. I, they're different. They're fun. They're exciting. But I never really stopped to think how they did it with the minifig legs. I thought, silly me, I guess, I thought there was going to be a minifig underneath. And I thought, oh, my God, we're going to get way more minifigs than I thought. But we don't. You, there are a lot of minifigs and we'll get to those later. But what you have is you have different printed minifig colored legs that go under each of these different dragons. And it's 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 awesome. It, it it okay, not dragons. I keep saying dragons. Lions. 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 I apologize if I if I keep doing that. Smack me. Virtually smack me. So you've got five of these. And the builds are very simple. They're not complex. But they were they were fun to do, but at the same time, I was kind of like, okay, in the instructions, it wants you to make two of these. Okay, I can do these side by side, not a big deal. But what I noticed is after I did the two red, and then you move on to the white and the and the yellow ones, you're kind of like, I already know what's coming. I, I can already pre-plan this and already start building this without having to look at the instructions because it, it is semi-repetitive to a certain degree, but at the same time, you have some really cool Building here, one of my favorite things about the lions. See, I got it right that time. Aren't you proud of me? So one of the thing about the lions is the fact that the eyes of these things are recessed into flower pots. I'm gonna call these pieces flower pots, and the eyeballs themselves, which are the round. I guess you. I don't. I don't think they have a technic end on the end of them. But the round balls are printed for the eyes. And what is really cool is how they're attached. The balls go inside of the flower pot, the eye socket. And the flower pot is attached to the 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 newer, fairly newer piece, the one by one round stud that has a bar sticking out the side. And what that allows you to do is that can also allow you to move the eyes. If you want to put the eyes completely backwards, like they've lost their mind or you want to manipulate the eyes somewhere, you can move that entire flower pot to do that. I really like the way that is done. Now, something else that is kind of cool that is accent detail on all of these is you have a bunch of different colored frogs. You have yellow frogs, and you have white frogs, and you have gold frogs. I mean, I've never seen a gold frog before in my life. I've seen a yellow frog. I've seen a white frog, but I've never seen a gold frog, so that's kind of cool. And it's something different that you can get piecewise if you decide... Yeah, this is kind of boring. I want to tear this apart and do something else with it. You could take those pieces and do whatever. Maybe you want to have a zoo or or a terrarium. Is that where amphibians live? Where you could have different colored frogs uh, along with the green frogs. And I think there's orange frogs, actually. Whatever. So aside from that, that's pretty neat. The uh, Building techniques on this are very simple, uh, but I, I don't want to get away from the head yet. So the head has all the detail. So I talked about the eyes and how they can move around and such. You also have bananas. Okay. You have white bananas and you have yellow bananas and they're bananas, right? You you just go bananas, right? So the bananas are meant to be, I guess you could say kind of like the eyebrow that is over top of the eye socket area where the flower pot is, where the eye is. Uh, you can move move them however you want. They are stuck into a clip, so they can be spun the whole way out, or they can be pushed as flush as you can get them uh, to the other plastic pieces that are attached here. It is completely up to you. Also, part of the uh, above the nostrils, which are done nicely with flower pieces, but above that, what you have is you have a nice printed two by two uh, concave. Con, I don't know. Anyway, you have a rounded what amounts to a tile where you have where they attach to the underside of things. OK, I'm, try, I'm I'm at a loss right now of what to say with this, but it is a beautiful print where you have this metallic silver in the middle and you have the white kind of on the outside uh, with with some black accent. Now, mind you, this is printed on red. So the only problem here is the white isn't near white enough. That would be the only complaint that I have as far as prints go. And we see that a lot with white on other darker colors just because you have the bleed through of such a bright color from the backside. That would be the only complaint. But at the same time, I think based on the stamping process of these, I don't think you would be able to get a thick enough coat without some kind of other flaw. So I'm okay with that. Uh, moving down on this you have the the mouth of this thing which can articulate the entire head can articulate up and down it is on a it, on a will calls them uh, the shield piece with the bar in the back um, I, he had mentioned about those with the Batman uh, the Batmobile when he when he came on to do that on episode 105 so you have articulation for the mouth which is right in front of the front pair of mini mini fig legs which are Oh God, these, I'm looking at the yellow one here and they are done in gold minifig legs and they're awesome looking. I'm definitely gonna have to use these for something else at some point in time. Uh, But the mouth has two printed half, I guess half round, half round, right? (laughs) No, Uh, one fourth of a circle, right? So one fourth printed tile that is curved. So you have those two and and it looks nice. I really like the way those are done. Plus they all have a, a different unique, not a different unique tail, but they all some of them have different tails based on the color scheme of what that line is going for. Whoo, that was a lot of words for something so small. So the next thing that I want to talk about here. We'll move on from the awesome-looking lions. We're going to move on to uh, the gentleman in their I I get their specific type of garb that they're wearing here. And they have they have a few stage sections here. So this small stage section here has a young gentleman holding some sticks, obviously drumsticks of some kind, and he's beating on some giant drum. Now, this is accomplished by using a beautifully, uniquely different colored wheel. It's that burgundy color here. Uh, It's wheels from like, I want to say like the 90s where they had uh, Mission to Mars type stuff. Anyway, so we've seen these on some other sets. But they use the wheel here, put a pin in the top, and you attach a tile to the top that is supposed to be the top of the drum. Uh, by the way, there's gold hot dogs with this. This is awesome, too. I have no problem with gold hot dogs. Gold anything at this point in time. So you have him, and he's beating on his drum, and he's able to swivel around on a, on a seat that moves around. You have another young gentleman that has the, has the it looks like chrome gold. I think, I don't know, is this the new Pearl Gold? I think it is. Uh, But he's got two symbols that he is playing. You know, he's jamming out too. And, by the way, all these minifigs have the exact same thing on. They have different faces, but they also have uh, their scarves, not scarves. Their, their (laughs) what are these things called? They have their little... I don't know how to call them. It's on top of their head. Um, I think these are the same ones that were used in the pirate set that I just discussed last week um, that cover their, their head. Pretty pretty cool. Head, I'm going to call it a Head scarf. Uh, that's what I'm going to call it. Uh, and then you have another guy beaten on a, I guess it, it's not really supposed to be a gong necessarily. I don't know. I don't know enough about Chinese culture. It's just, it's just kind of cool. Uh, but he has his little stick and he is beating on this thing as well. So you have, um, you have a couple different things that are going on just here, but this is, this is very simple, not very complex in, in its build. I will say though, one of, one of my complaints with this piece is that it's, it's kind of tight, uh, for the drummer, the drum, the drum can move, uh, forward and backward. It is on a hinge, so it can move. Uh, and the drummer seat, like I had mentioned, can swivel around, but at the same time, what ends up happening is you've got all these guys with their instruments sticking out and stuff, and they kind of push each other off of the stage. It's not not my favorite design, uh, but it's just something tiny. So let's move on to this next set piece here, and this is going to be the main stage for the Lion Dance. Now, there is a lot of repetitive building in this. A very, it's a symmetrical build. So, what you do on the left, you do on the right, and you do it in multiple layers. So, you have something that ends up being fairly, fairly high as far as a build. I want, I to say it's probably three and a half bricks high, just looking at it here briefly. But it's something that is is much larger than what I expected. Now I thought, okay, there's got to be something else. Uh, in the center stage, it uses the grate pieces. Um, when I say great, not like awesome pieces. It uses like the grating pieces uh, where it has the little square holes in the, in the middle where you can see through. Okay, there were a few of these used on the ship as well. So with those, you can see the whole way through. And that's kind of neat. I like that. Uh, but at the same time, I thought, okay, maybe there's something supposed to be in there. There's not, there's, there's nothing supposed to be in there. And then you have a, a host of clips that are all over the place around this thing. And they have a total of eight upward poles that are sticking up that have black two by two tiles with a stud in the center on top. And I thought, okay, what are your, what are these wackadoodle things for? Like what? What am I supposed to do with these? So what you do is you can set up all your lions. See, I'm getting better. You can set up all your lions on top of this thing and just have them pose them, move them around however you would like. You get the minifig legs or foot. You know, minifig leg or foot. I guess I don't. What? Whatever the the recess stud on the bottom, right? <laughs> You stick that on there, and you just kind of stretch it out as best you can. I couldn't get all the minifig legs to align. I just kind of moved them around and stuff like that. Just experiment a little bit, and it was it, it's it's nicely done. It's something it's display worthy. It definitely is display worthy. I thought uh, next year when Chinese New Year comes around, that our at the school that I teach at, our librarian does. a a thematic thing with different cultures throughout the year. And she does something with uh, like the Chinese new year every year. Obviously this year being the year of the rat is a little bit different than what it's going to be next year. But I was like, you know what, this would be something cool to take in and you know, she can just kind of display and and kind of talk about and say, well, that's what these are. And that's what this is. I thought it was kind of neat. Anyway, that's the education side of me thinking. So not much else with this piece. You can set minifigs up on it. Uh, there's not a whole lot of room to set minifigs up. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of tight um, to to really set them up. So uh, aside from that, you just have a giant stage piece. If all your lines are off of it, you have a giant stage piece that has a bunch of poles sticking up. <laughs> so um, it looks okay. It's, I have no complaints with that at all. It is simply what it is. So the last piece. The last set piece that comes with this set is by far my favorite. Not only is it loaded in color, which, if you already don't know, if you're fine, if you're listening to this as the first episode, uh, I'm a color freak. I love color in everything. So with this, you have the ornamental decoration of the Chinese New Year celebration. In the background, with the the roof panels, the 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 columns that go upward, and then the nice ornate decoration. So, what you have, you start off with your base. It's very simple, few plates and such. But what I what I thought was really cool, where the columns connect, just by simple stud connection, they connect into uh, a few different pieces. I thought it was just going to be bricks, and it's not. They, they have some decoration, and they accomplish this by, they use a two-by-two uh, stud-on-the-side brick, and it has the four studs that are on the side, and you butt them together, one facing one direction, one facing the other direction, on top of these plates. And then you add the one-by-two jumper tiles that have the one stud in the center. So you have two of those on each side. And then you have the one-by-two modified uh, plate here that... It has a receiving clip section to it. And that is standing up vertically. And it looks gorgeous. It's something so simple. But again, I'm always looking at detail. What is the detail here that really makes this pop versus something else? And that is something. And it, and it's in that uh, light bluish gray. So it's, it's a very bland color. Your eye almost kind of misses it. But your eye isn't supposed to be focused on the bottom of this thing. So then you have... Uh, bricks, one by two round bricks that are stacked on top. They're, they're in red. And then you have some that have a Technic hole in the middle that have Technic pin that goes into it, which takes these beautiful teal colors. I now know the difference between teal and azure. <laughs> For those of you that are wondering if I'm losing my marbles. So you have uh, a clip that goes on here and then you have a rounded, it, it is, it, it's not even like a tile, it's one of those one-by-one one rounded <sighs> brick tile things <laughs> um, where it's flat on the side and rounded across the top. I love those. And they, they've used those on a number of sets. They really look good on the new modular, the bookshop, which we're going to talk about soon-ish. <laughs> anyway, so let's move along. So you have those in teal. As you move up, uh, you get some of the pearlish gold pieces that are in here. Uh, you get some burgundy again and what I what I noticed is this so this building is very repetitive as well. it's very symmetrical what you do on one side you do on the other what you do on the top you do on the other side and it's it makes it easy it looks great but at the same time you're kind of like oh that's it okay well, I guess that'll work but it, it it looks fine. I don't have any complaints about that. So as you move further up, you you have that nice yellow color that I was talking about earlier that was used on one of the lions, on, on a few of the lions. And it's that orangish yellow color. I don't know if it's flame yellow or I don't know what it is. It's great looking. And then you have some orange gold, what are some, what they use for gold bars, right? That piece is in orange here. And then you have some gold frogs for detail. There's gold frogs everywhere, man. They're just gold frogs are everywhere on this part. So you have these, and uh, th- th- these these tileish pieces. I, I mean, it just looks great. It adds with just a few pieces, it adds so much detail to the roof that it that it just really stands out. And to me, th- this is like the main focal point for my eyes. This is what I'm looking at. And here's the other thing that I noticed. So on the in the instructions they have you uh, have one of these minifigs. Uh, it's an older gentleman uh, with his gray hair and his scarf and stuff, and he's got a paintbrush. that's not painted. I'm not really sure what that's supposed to be. I don't know if he's in charge of the the band, the the guys playing music or what. But what I noticed in a lot of in a lot of builds, whether it be city or whether it be Ninjago, anything, even the creator, uh, not creator expert, the three the three and one creator stuff. The backs are always open, right? Even hidden side. The backs are always open. And I thought, okay, we're only going to dazzle this up on the front and not on the back. And I was wrong. You do it on the front and the back. So there is no right or wrong way to have this because it's it's a mirror image of itself. It's identical on one side as it is the other. And it and it looks great. So there's no way, no wrong way of setting this up. It's a, It's a beautiful piece. Uh, it's it's much larger than I thought, but at the same time, it's almost smaller than I thought. I was expecting something that had a little bit more height based on what I had envisioned in my head. Now, obviously, everybody's going to look at something a little bit different and get a different uh, representation in their mind of what it is supposed to look like at the end. This is smaller than what I thought, but I'm okay with it. It, it, it looks fine. So, uh, again, simple builds, simple techniques, nothing that I thought, wow, that is really cool. How did they accomplish that? Everything is basically standard connection, except for, yeah, I, w- I would say everything, even even with the lines and such. So let's talk about the minifigs. I talked about the three guys playing uh, the, the musical stuff. I talked about the older gentleman that is standing in the archway here. And then you have four more. And two of these I, I am in love with. I'm in love with the the rat gentleman who has a uniquely printed uh, torso, and then you get the little rat head and everything, and he's so excited. But he also has a dual face, which is awesome. He, he's got the one where he, it looks like he's either about to puke, vomit, or he is about to, or he has uh, stuffed a bunch of food into his mouth, which is always a plus too. So then the other one that we have here is we have another person here, and they are holding. I guess this is supposed to be a head of cabbage or lettuce um it is a green like a puke green i guess maybe it's i don't know if it's lime green uh, anyway so it has a green minifig head that is not printed and then you have the green hairpiece that is on top of it and i thought okay um, uh, i guess that's what it'll do i guess that's what it's supposed to be it's supposed to be something uh just a little bit different. So, you know, you have the red cabbage and stuff, and I don't I don't really have any complaints about that. Um, it, it's simple for what it is. Uh, and I almost forgot. The uh the lovely little gentleman dude kid, whatever, uh that has the rat head on also has a printed they they say it's a printed orb. It's a red printed orb, and the print on this is just fantastic. I love this piece. I think it's so cool. I don't. I don't know what else you could use it on, uh, but I'm a fan of it. <laughs> I'm a big fan of it. And then you have a lovely young lady here that has. I'm assuming these are supposed to be the fireworks that she has in her hand that she is uh, going to be moving around and maybe shooting off into the sky. Her print, I love. It is, it is that white print. It has some gold coloring, some red coloring. The minifig legs, for the most part, look similar with most of these. Uh, but it just looks, oh, it looks great. The, the, the white with, with the gold printing, it just looks really, really good. I really like the way that looks. And then you have uh, another young lady that has the white Torso that has the same kind of printing on there, and she's got the gold legs that match, you know, the the, the one lion that they're talking about uh, in this. And then they have she is holding the Best Wishes scroll, which is a nicely printed. Um, I don't know. I don't know what this is called over in China. I don't know if this is kanji like in Japan. I don't. I'm not familiar with that kind of scripture s- script from. That part of the world. Don't don't know a whole lot other than being to Japan for a year. Anyway, really nice pieces. That was a simple build for for her script scripture thing. It, it looks nice. Overall, let's talk about the overall impressions with this. I gotta say, for eighty dollars, I like what you get here. You get a lot of pieces. So if this is something that you decide is is worthy of keeping set up, maybe just for the Chinese new year, maybe you want to keep it up longer. You could do that. Absolutely. You can. There's a lot of different types of pieces here in different colors, along with printed pieces that you can use in a host of other things of your own creation. I really like the way that is done. It gives you that opportunity. It's, it's a plus for me to have all that stuff. Like I said, like any of you know that have listened before, I'm not a giant builder. I'm not the most creative. I don't classify myself in that creative mindset like a bunch of people do. I look at what some people create and I'm like, <laughs> and that's it. I just laugh to myself inside. I cry probably inside as well. Like I just will well, never get there. But I'm okay with that. It's not me. I know that's not me. I have my other strengths like this, right? No. Anyway, so good set. Overall, I love this one. I, I wish the other one would have shipped already. It has not. So when we get that one, we'll do the same thing. Um, and let me know what you think. Uh, if if you like this format a little bit different than what we do, obviously, with some of the smaller themes, uh, not smaller themes, but some of the smaller sets where you have, you know, four sets that are 30, 40 dollars if you like kind of just a brief overview and just kind of pushing through and and such, if you like that better, or if you like this where we kind of just slow down, break everything down, especially some of these bigger sets, I think we're going to do a little bit more often, Uh, not content wise, not to like stretch things out. That's not the goal here, but I, I think just to really touch on some things, especially with a set like this, maybe not so much like a Lego city set, where it's very simple techniques. It's very bland for the most part as how things are built. Not anything unexpected, but something like this where you have the different colors and you have a bunch of different things going on. Uh, I, I like the idea of being able to say, you know what? We're just going to talk about this, but let me know. Let me know. Email, social media, uh, whatever. So uh, this gets two thumbs up for me or two bricks up or wh- wh- whatever you want to call it. However you want to do it. So I got an email. Uh, that was a horrible segue, right? but I've got it. I got an email from a gentleman and he asked what storage solutions he had or what I knew of as far as storage solutions and how you would store uh, sets. And he had mentioned what he does is he kind of uh, breaks them down to a certain degree, I guess, and puts them into bags, plastic bags, Ziploc bags, whatever. I know a lot of you reuse the Lego bags that, Parts come in and you reseal them one way or another. Some of you have heat sealers, whatever. Um, that's a great way as well. Those of us that don't use heat sealers and such that don't have brick link stores, which I know a lot of you do, and you do do that kind of stuff. He was curious to know how you did your own sealing or not sealing. Uh, how you store your stuff. What do you do? What do you do with these boxes? And here, here's my thing. My my here's how I handle it. If it's a set that is a smaller set that doesn't have a box that can close, this is the, the set that we just discussed the Lion Dance. This is a box that, just like the Pirate Ship, has a tab where you can close it and the tab fits into the slot and you can store it that way. I don't completely go down and break down everything. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Uh, but storing things in boxes really becomes a, a space theft <laughs> where you are running out of room. I've talked to a lot of people uh, in my lug, on social media. Everybody does things differently. So here's what I can offer you. Some people have a dedicated storage area. Some people store them in their attic. Some people store them in their basement. We don't have basements here in Texas, so I don't have that option. Some people will buy shelving units and store them up. Some people build them. Some people keep them in boxes. Some people keep them in bags. Some people cough, cough, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, buy sets and don't always build them, keep them sacred, and then buy another one to build and discuss. You know, some of us do that, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Anyway, so your storage solution is completely up to you. Any of you that are listening to this. Some of you have space. Some of you have space for storage shelves in your garage, like I do. That's not how I store mine. I store mine in a couple different closets, and I only keep boxes that are of high priority. So the Pirates of Barracuda Bay is one, the Lion Dance stuff, any of the bigger uh, Technic things, uh, like the Batmobile, the modulars, that is the only kind of stuff, unless it's something exclusive, I'm not keeping the box or unless it's a bigger set like the modulars and stuff like I just listed off. It it becomes nearly impossible to keep all those boxes. And at some point, if you're going to have a giant collection. So this gentleman had mentioned that he just got back into it, you know, came out of the dark ages and stuff like so many of us have done. You're going to have an issue with (laughs) storage at some point in time. You're going to run out of out of room and you're going to have that moment. You're like, oh, crap. Now, what do I do? <laughs> so, you have to figure out what is going to work best for you. Like I had mentioned, I only store certain uh, things in boxes that are important to me in one way, shape, or form. Some people may be different. I know a lot of people will, what what they would do, I do this as well. They will take the set, break it down into pieces. Sometimes, I will put the instructions with it. if it's If it's smaller, sometimes, I will not. Anyway, I will take it, put it in a plastic bag, and then label it like he does, like he had mentioned to me he does, label it what the set number is, and toss it into a plastic storage container, and then that'll go into my attic. Here is why I break them down. So what I found out is it gets hot here in Texas. I know it gets really hot in other parts of the world as well, and we're only in the northern part of Texas and Dallas, but when it gets hot, that attic gets to like hundred and. 40 degrees in the summer. I am not kidding. So having, what I noticed is when you have sets that are built, and I found out the hard way here, when you have a set that is built, doesn't matter how big or how small, the, the tolerances for the studs change. Now, I am not a scientist. I have no definitive proof that this is the case. All I know is what I can feel when I go to pull these sets out maybe in the winter, or I'm trying to do something with them, or we're going to play with them, or we've got an idea, we're going to do this, whatever. If they were built and they went through that heat cycle, the stud connections become a lot less strong. So I realized, okay, we can store them, but they have to be taken apart first. They have to be completely disassembled down to individual pieces and then stored. I, I would just caution you on that. Maybe you won't run into the same issue as I do because of how hot it gets here. I mean, when it's 105 degrees outside, it's most definitely 140 up in the attic. Most definitely. So just consider that. Just think about that as far as heat goes. I don't know if the same can be said for cold. I know plastic isn't going to freeze. It's not like it's got water content on the inside of it. So er, you 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 kind of i hate to say you have to find your own storage solution, but you kind of have to you have to find out what is most valuable so I did talk to a few people on social media that i am that i frequent frequently talk Lego with, and they have a few different solutions as well they do the plastic container uh some of them just break things apart and then split the pieces up and 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 put the pieces where they go i know brick and nick is one of those that does that a lot uh most recently a lot of his streams the things that he has built um he's been breaking apart and sticking you know organizing the pieces so that is a way of storing things without storing them because as long as you have the instructions you can go and you can pull your pieces from your from from your list of not your list your 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 facility of storage, whatever you're doing, whatever units you are using, containers you are using to organize your pieces, you can always go back and pull them from there. That's something that I've really gotten into in recent months. Instead of storing things in just a bag like, okay, this city set was 140 pieces. Let's write it on here. It's blah, 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 blah. Whatever the number is, toss it in this. No, 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 no because then it takes up too much room. I know if I can put it in these individual bins and in these individual tiny little containers or whatever, okay, this is this is this colored stud or this is this colored whatever. Some of you don't have room for that as well. So I understand that. You really just have to find out what works well for you. What works well for me isn't gonna work well for Bob down the street. I wonder if I have a neighbor neighbor named Bob down the street. I don't think I do. My parents do. Anyway, so that's the best advice that I can give. Everybody has told me they do things completely different. Uh, Some people build things and just leave them set up. Uh, Will Reed is one of those that builds a lot of things and then he's got a big display area. I don't have that much of a display area. So what I build stays up for a little bit and then comes down and then maybe something else goes in its place. I just most recently took down the Lego ideas, uh, dinosaur fossil sets, pieces, the the, the different dinosaurs there that Tom and Tom Jurassic and I discussed just don't have enough room to be able to store all that stuff. And that's fine. There's no problem with that. You just kind of have to find out where, what works well for you. Uh, if you're going to keep things in the box, you're going to find out really quickly that it is not going to be, uh, you're, you're going to run out of space. You're going to run out of space fairly quick unless you have a 10,000 square foot house. And in that case, then you don't have any problems <laughs> like storing Lego. You can find a room somewhere maybe. Um, so, those are my words of wisdom for you guys that are thinking about that uh, before we move along here, because obviously this is a longer show. It, it was not meant to be this long, but there are some things that I want to talk about because they are important things to talk about. And one of those that I thought was really important, I did not do a breaking news segment on this because I thought, you know, it's it, it didn't get as much attention as I thought it would. Um, but we're... I know people were excited about it to a certain degree when they heard the rumblings of this. And what I'm talking about is the Fast and the Furious Technic set. And more specifically, we're talking about Dom Toretto's car, his 1970 Dodge Charger RT, which is done via Technic. And the new movie comes out this year. It's, it's a set that is going to be, or not this year, uh, next year. I apologize. Uh, you're going, you can pre-order this as of right now. As of, as of the time of this recording, it is able to be uh, pre-ordered. You can get it everywhere globally on April 27th. Now, when that gets to you, I don't know. I know there's some shipping delays, uh, which I've been made aware of, that can happen due to the current situation the world is facing. But this is a this is a cool uh, looking car. It is going to be a $100 price point, which is not that bad. If you stop and really think about what you're getting, a, a technic inspired vehicle that has over a thousand pieces just under 1100, there's really not that bad of a, of a, of a set uh, priced apart and, and, and stuff like that. It's supposed to be a 113th scale. So that's cool. I like scaled stuff. Not a big car person at all. But there's a fire extinguisher in the car. There's nitro bottles that are in the trunk. There's some cool stuff. You've got a double wishbone suspension. There's a wheelie bar. I mean, you got the moving pistons. So that kind of stuff really sucks somebody like me versus maybe somebody that is already a petrol head or a motor head. to to be like, Oh, it's a car. It's, I don't know anything about cars. I just don't, I know they go really fast. I like watching them race and that's about it. (laughs) So this might be something that a lot of you are really into. The new movie comes out in April, 2021, which we'll see if that changes. I know that is currently what is, what is being said, but I, you know, you just, you don't know it. (laughs) You don't know. Um, so it looks really nice. I think it's going to be something that is really cool. I I struggle with the Technic stuff of, well, you've got these holes here and you've got these holes here. My son loves Technic, loves that kind of stuff, loves building these things. I'm not good at it. I struggle with it. He does not. So that is definitely something up his alley. Maybe maybe uh, one of these days when we get a copy of this, we uh, it'll be one of those things like, hey. Finn, I need you to build this, and then we'll discuss. I'll watch you build it, and we'll discuss. Anyway, uh, so that is that coming out. I did want to do a big breaking news segment on it. Just knowing that I was going to have another episode last week really, really sucked a lot of energy because it was a long week. Those of you know, it was uh, there was a lot we discussed. So before I end this show, and I know you're like, please, just... Move along, man. Move along. If you have not been listening, that's okay. I I won't punish you yet. Uh, Enrico, we had on episode number 98 with his Pop Mosaic stuff. Really cool stuff. I will link in the description, again, in the show notes, excuse me, not in the description, in the show notes, that you can find where you can go and you can get your own stuff or you want to try it for free just to see how it kind of looks. This is a big thing. And like I had mentioned before, it has gotten funded So through Kickstarter. So he has reached his goal. This thing is rolling. He is a brilliant designer behind the program. Just I, I don't know near enough about computers. I'm just starting to get my feet wet in comparison to others. A, there's a lot of greatness here. So make sure if you go to his Etsy shop, which you should, I know a bunch of you have told me about Miss Bricks. You've you've already gone there. Uh, he is giving you a discount if you use this discount code, the Bricks King. Simple as that. The Bricks King. Use that code at checkout, and you're going to save yourself some moolah. Some I, I don't I don't know. I I don't know what all the money stuff is around the world. Sorry. Australian dollars, Canadian dollars. How about that? <laughs> I don't ever give those enough respect. Uh, go ahead, check that out. It's it's something you're not going to regret. I can promise you that. The free one looks, the free, uh, it's not, you don't get it for free, uh, but to see what it looks like for free is really cool. Um, it's a really kind of different experience and again, if you're trying to adorn your Lego room, I'm thinking like Brick and Nick or Parky Bricks. I mean, Nick, come on, man. You've got your uh your dog that you could do in the background. I think his dog's uh is it a corgi? I wanna say it's a corgi for some reason. I don't think that's right. I don't know. Uh, but you you could put that in your in your room as you're streaming. Any of you. April B, Dan from Between the Bricks. I mean, there's a whole host of y'all out there uh that could do something like that. But those of you that are just kind of curious, you're just wetting your feet a little bit into this whole Lego thing. Maybe that's a little bit of a softer thing. Like, you know what? I need a portrait of my dog that is 10 by 10 feet, and I want it made out of Lego. Maybe maybe that's what you want to do. I don't think they go that big, and I don't know how to scale it up. Anyway, uh, check him out. Check out the two links that are in the in the show notes. Use the code the King Save yourself some cash and uh, do something cool. So that is it, episode 109. I had a blast talking about the set, uh, giving you more information about the Dominic Toretto set. Uh, last thing before we do get out of here, Nebraska Brick Days is rescheduled for sometime in, I want to say it's July. It is rescheduled. Doesn't mean that is going to happen for sure. We are going to go to it when it does come. Hopefully then. So, um, sorry, we weren't able to do it. But uh, the world has bigger problems at the moment other than Lego shows. Lego brick shows. <laughs> so, with that said, make sure you guys wash your hands. Next week, we are going to talk about another set that is really, really cool. I kind of already uh, gave a nudge to it before we got wherever we went with this earlier. Uh, but stay tuned next week, episode 110. We've got some great. As for episode 109, we are out of here. And as always, I'm your minifig host, Matt. Let's build on it. <laughs>